0: Welcome to Your Atomic Potential with host Chris Bell. A show designed for you where life and leadership cross paths. A show where small changes lead to large growth. Are you ready to unleash your atomic potential? the next episode of Your Atomic Potential. I'm the host Chris Bell as you heard in the intro and if you've been tuning into any of our podcasts and you find any value in it then I greatly appreciate that. There'll always be some that resonate with you and there'll always be a podcast that might not resonate with you. If it doesn't I am challenging you to take a nugget of information out of that, check it against your ego, check it against yourself and really ask yourself some deep questions about where you might be because I often find myself in that situation too where people challenge me on something and I want to say no immediately but I have to absorb it. I have to absorb it and think about it for a few minutes and then come back to it. So if I'm out of breath it's because I just finished working out so I do apologize a little bit as I'm gathering my breath and bringing this podcast to you. I had a few other episodes recorded that I wanted to release but this one sort of just came up and I decided that it was time to record it And get it out because it's more pertinent to right now. In our men's tribe that we run on a weekend, I do have a call. I had a guest come in and talk to the fellow men in the group. And men or women, this should resonate with everybody. It doesn't really matter. It just happens to be that the group is focused around men and trying to help men become better men. And that's something I'm attempting to do. And it's something I'm attempting to do because, well, my area of expertise is being a man because I am one. And I know what it's like to be a man who doesn't show up, a man who screws stuff up, a man who plays the victim, and who complains as to why they can't get promotions or why things aren't working out at home. That was the old me many years ago. So I managed to get in with a group of people and learn how to fix that and realize that I can help other people in the same situation. With that said, I had the luxury of having a friend in, come talk to the guys, someone who I've rubbed shoulders with, someone who has also changed their life and moved it forward, I won't get into details because, you know, what I should have done was recorded it as a podcast. But this gentleman had changed his life over a period of two years, lost a significant amount of weight, and the culmination of his weight loss and his goal ended up being to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. And I think that that is a fantastic goal. It's out there further than what I've done, but I don't want to discount the things I've done. The reason why I think this is pertinent right now is we're in the beginning of December, and I often start to see now people talking about the end of 2020 and that they can't wait for it to be done. And this year has been terrible and all of these horrible things. And I want people to stop and think about what good things have happened. What blessings in disguise has 2020 brought you? And if you're sitting down going, I can't wait for 2020 to end and 2021 to begin because a new year, new me, new this you need to stop that bullshit right now because January 1st, there's nothing miracle like that's about to happen for you. There's nothing that's going to change. One day is not going to totally change how your life outcome is. And I say that from one standpoint in that one day won't change it, but you can tackle things one day at a time and change your life. And that's up to you. So, Joe asked a question to the guys in Men's Tribe, which is really pertinent. What are your audacious goals for 2021? And what that means is what kind of a goal would you have in 2021 if all of your roadblocks and excuses were removed? What does that look like? What does it look like to actually sit down and create a very large goal of something you would normally never do? I posted that question in the group, and I had a couple of guys reach out. One of them talked about hiking Machu Picchu. Another one talked about being able to kayak, which doesn't sound like much of a feat, but it's an individual who is vision limited, and who I had the honor of piloting a tandem bike for a charity event last year, uh, and being the pilot up front because he is vision limited, and we were able to do a fifty-kilometer bike ride for charity, and that's pretty scary to be the guy who's vision limited and take on meeting a new guy and getting on a bicycle and riding 50 kilometers. So that's a pretty audacious goal. And that's something further than most of us would normally do. So my question to you is, what is your audacious goal for 2021? What does it look like to remove all your roadblocks, all your fears and set that goal? And what happens if you miss it? What happens if you get 60% of the way there? That should be the thought process. What if I get 60% of the way there? Isn't that better than 0% by not having a goal or not having a vision? I think so. And the reality is, is you have to have a vision of yourself in the future. Goals. I'm very mindful of how I talk about goals because I was a goal chaser for years. If you've looked at my website, uh, www.youratomicpotential.com, or you know me personally, you'll know that The next goal, the next goal, the next goal. And I've talked about it in the podcast before, was important to me at one point in my life. It's not about that now, it's about growth. And the reason this podcast comes up is I'm actually downstairs working out right now, and I want to talk about what I would call the valley of disappointment or the valley of discouragement. And what stops us from setting those goals. And that is we believe that when we set a goal or when we look at our future self and create an expectation. It's this very linear line from point A to point B. And that does one of two things. We either set out on that linear line, get somewhere along it, get disappointed, get upset, and then failure and we stop doing it. Or we see that long linear line of that goal away at the end and we don't even start it for fear of failing. The reality is, is that line looks more like a curve that goes flat along the bottom for quite some time, slowly starting to rise up, and then you get an exponential curve at the end. And that's really what any growth looks like. And you can have some checkpoints of goals along the way, and that's fantastic. And the reason I bring this to you is because I personally just went through this again. I fail back to it myself, and that's how I know that we all, or I think we all do it as humans, is that I recently injured my knee. And I had a hard time walking. I couldn't bend my knee. It was very swollen. I actually went to an orthopedic surgeon to have it reviewed. I thought my meniscus was torn. I thought the damage was extensive. At this point, we don't think it is with some of the imaging imaging that's taken place. But I came home and I needed rest. The balance becomes how much rest because I'm someone who doesn't like to sit still. So resting for two weeks was pretty tough for me. Now I'm at a point where I've got some mobility back and I cannot attend jiu-jitsu yet. It's something I wanted to do. Uh, my knee definitely can't bend far enough. I'm just going to injure myself more. But I just finished a workout in the basement, and what did I do? I worked on upper body. I lifted weights, uh, dealing with all of my upper body, isolating out anything to do with my lower half of my body. I know somebody's going to make a don't skip leg day joke, but I have to skip leg day right now. But I easily also get caught up in that valley of disappointment or discouragement because that line can look linear to me at times until I stop and check. I think guys who look like they're successful, we step back and we think, man, they got this all figured out. And the reality is, no, they don't. No, I don't. No, we don't. We have to stop, breathe, take a breath, and take a look at what we're telling ourselves and fix it. Guys who look like they've got it figured out, or women, And people who look like they've got it figured out uh, really go through this too. Most of us do. We're just able to stop and gather our thoughts and recollect them a little bit faster. And that's really what improvement looks like, is that ability to stop and collect your thoughts. So I could sit upstairs and complain that I can't work out because I'm worried about injuring my knee a little bit more. I can't even get on my bicycle and ride. I can't bend my knee enough to get one full rotation without pain. But guess what? I can sit down and do some presses with dumbbells. I can lay back and do some bench presses, and there's some things I can do, and those small little things add up. Again, that's sort of the whole vision and theory behind your atomic potential. It's this big, large explosion that takes place, but it comes from tiny little atoms and tiny little steps and tiny little things that take place. It's making sure when you can't do A, you still do B and C, taking small little steps, but the reality becomes our disappointment. And where does disappointment come from? It comes from the expectations that you set. When we set expectations really high or really low, and reality lies in between those, that's when we start to struggle. So let me give you a prime example. I am back in firefighter school. I have done my whole career in engineering and management and leadership And showing up to firefighter school on campus for a couple of days um, was different. It's a different type of training than I've ever done in my life. But I had this expectation for it to be very similar to engineering, leadership, project management, very detail-oriented, very, I don't want to say all of your work handed to you, but very specific stuff handed out to you. And that's not necessarily how they train. So day one led to a feeling of disappointment because this course was not running like any course I had ever taken before. And I left after a long day uh, upset, mad, frustrated, and trying to figure that out. And I went back for day two and, you know, kind of a similar thing, just going through some instructions on how to properly communicate on radios which might sound simple when we talk about it, but it is very important when you think of a fire scene where they can have 20 to 50 firefighters on a scene, depending on the size of it, and you have 50 people having discussions on one radio channel. Guess what? Communication becomes important. And we all know that communication is probably one of the first spots that most of us break down. We have that problem with our spouse. We have that problem with our kids, with our coworkers. face Face-to-face communication is difficult. So can you imagine communication on a radio when you're inside of a house fighting a fire while other people are outside directing all of these people? Pretty important stuff. And then it was all about ropes and hoisting and tying knots and things I kind of know and were working through. But I had an expectation of what I thought this would look like. And that's really where my disappointment came from. It wasn't as detail-oriented as I would like or as I would teach. It doesn't mean that the course was delivered wrong. It doesn't mean that the information that they were teaching was improper. I'm also coming into this with a lot of life skills in my mid-40s versus, you know, a couple people in the class were in their 20s, a few people in their 30s, another person was a police officer uh, who was in his 40s. So various levels of skill step into that classroom. But my disappointment came from my own expectation. I hope that makes some clear sense. Another example of that is my workouts. I've been disappointed the last couple of days because I haven't been able to work out. I can't get to jujitsu. jitsu I believe that working out is part of my lifestyle and part of my future for my career, but I had this expectation of what my daily life should look like for working out. And when I wasn't able to meet that expectation, I sat around sad, kind of bummed out, kind of miserable. Yes, rest is important, and I did tell myself all of those right things, but at the end of the day my issue came back from the same thing, my expectation of what a workout should look like. And the reality is, and I've talked about this, 80% of what we do for our health is controlled by what we put in our mouth. I've said it before, I'll say it again, you can't outrun the fork. So I might not be able to get my workouts in, but I also can't sit upstairs and eat seven and eight cookies and chocolate bars. Like That's really going to be the bigger demise of it, as opposed to the workout. Will I lose a little bit of muscle mass from not working out for three weeks? Maybe. Will I gain a lot more fat from sitting upstairs and eating cookies uncontrollably because I haven't met my own expectation and I'm disappointed? Absolutely. So think about that. Think about your jobs, your careers, and how that goes. Another prime example. When I was in engineering, I used to work really hard, put in a lot of hours, try to be the guy who could solve every single problem, I wanted to be the go-to guy and then I got upset because I wasn't getting promotions and I had an expectation of promotion because I worked hard and I'd been there for a long time and I'd end up disappointed every time someone else got promoted. I really had to do a reality check and luckily, you know, later on in life, I ended up in a a large mastermind group. I will mention that here, the Iron Council with Ryan Mickler, who has written a book called Sovereignty for the Mind, Heart and Soul of Men. Fabulous podcast, fabulous book amazing group of guys that i've been able to stand shoulder to shoulder with stand on their shoulders when i need to in fact i had a gentleman reach out this morning who i've been in that group with and we hadn't talked in months and the fact he sent me a message and said hey man how you doing how you been pretty important stuff so away from that tangent back to these guys being able to reality check me on what it's like to get a job promotion And that was, I was never really listening or looking at what was needed to be promoted. I had a perception. I had an expectation of what I thought a promotable person was. My expectation was somebody who worked hard and solved everybody's problems should be promotable. But that's not necessarily how it goes. When you move up in management and leadership, you have to manage people. You have to manage all the different people's expectations. You have to learn how to say no and set boundaries as we talked about in a previous podcast You have to learn to manage people's emotions and get them from an 11 out of 10 down to a 7 so they'll actually execute the work that's needed. It's so much more complex than what I initially thought. Have I learned those things? Yes. It was part of the podcast that was supposed to happen. We were going to talk about different leadership styles, uh, which I've already recorded part of, different types of leadership, how they affect the people that we're surrounding, and what that engagement looks like. But I felt that this was more important because if we don't get this out of the way first, then you won't understand what it's like when you engage people. Because when you engage people, they have expectations. And you have expectations. And there's generally a misalignment in those expectations, which creates communication breakdown. If you have an employee who has an expectation, and you have an expectation, and you haven't sat down and communicated those back and forth and come up with a mutual expectation... You're going to create disappointment in yourself, disappointment in the employee, uh, disappointment in the relationship, and nobody's going to understand what each other's expectations are. This works for kids. This works for home. This is a reality. And we often have different expectations than other people based on our own personalities. Most of us, most of us do not slow down with enough empathy towards the other person involved when we're communicating the expectation. We have this goal, we have this mindset, we have this thought process, we understand what we want. We make a quick communication and then we expect people to do it the way we would do it and it doesn't happen and we become disappointed. We then turn around and take that out on our children, our spouse, our coworker, our employee, our boss, and we're mad, we're absolutely furious because we have this linear line we've drawn based on our thought process and it doesn't look like that and we forget it doesn't look like that so that's my challenge to you i hope i provided enough information we have to understand that anything we're doing in the future is like planting a fruit tree you have to have some solid roots in the ground and we plant that small tree and it grows and it grows and eventually it has leaves and eventually, if we tender to it properly, we'll have fruit to bear. The problem is, most of us plant the seed and expect to pick the fruit the next day. And that is not realistic. You have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in your spouse. You have to invest in your coworkers. And it takes time to bear fruit. But our expectations are immediate fruit. We think we're going to start some diet lose weight and be healthy 21 days later we see it in enough magazine covers when we're standing in line at the grocery store how so-and-so lost 90 pounds on a 21-day diet or a juice diet or you know i think my biggest one and some people are going to blast me on this i see a multi-level marketing on isogenics and i talked about this in my weight loss podcast People think they're going to buy these keto mixes or this isogenics program and they're going to lose weight because these shakes do these miracle things. Just like January 1st is going to do a miracle thing for you. And that's not what happens. Most people don't slow down and read the fine print that the people who lost weight on isogenics also had a calorie restriction diet while on it. So the root cause of the weight loss was calorie restriction. Not that it was some phenomenal product that they had in their hands. January 1st is not some phenomenal product for you. If you think you have a New Year's resolution, my challenge for you is to start it today. Start it now. Take one step and make sure that your audacious goal has tiny steps to get there. Create a vision of yourself in the future with all of these roadblocks moved and understand it takes time. Just like my friend that came onto the podcast, did he climb Mount Kilimanjaro? Absolutely. After two years of working on himself to be a healthy, better person. Even he himself talked about the fact that he spent days climbing Mount Kilimanjaro and it was amazing. And four hours from the top, he sat down on a rock questioning whether or not he could make it. Two years worth of work, days worth of climbing, four hours from the top, he sat down and questioned himself. Guess what? We all do that. It's human nature to be within an inch of a goal and turn around scared. My only caveat to that is uh, I do cave diving and scuba diving, and I will say that in that essence, we've kind of always gone the opposite direction, was you have to be willing within an inch... Willing to be within an inch of a goal and turn around and cancel a dive and get out because coming home alive is more important. So (laughs) with that said, that's an important key to, to aspect and to look at and think about. If you're in that type of a situation where it's life or death, well, then guess what? You better be willing to let go of a goal. But in the instance of our life of just getting healthier and eating well and working out, it more leans into the fact that we often get really close many times and we give up because we expect that linear line to our goal as opposed to the curve line, when we want to learn something new, it's a curve line. I'm looking over at my son's drums right now and he does an amazing job of playing drums as we discussed on the last podcast when I interviewed him. But he didn't get there by picking up the sticks one day and just doing it. He got there from going to drum lessons on a regular basis and by practicing over and over. I'd sit down and play the drums for you but you'd die laughing and we'd all choke on whatever we're drinking and spit coffee out and I know each of you a coffee right now. so. I don't know that I'll take on drums, but just a good example. With that said, I just wanted to get this out because it's the beginning of December and a couple of things for you. What audacious goals do you have for 2021? What's a vision for you look like if you remove all of the roadblocks and how do you learn to take baby steps to get there and understand it may take you all of 2021 to get there? The last thing I want you to do is look back at 2020 and amidst all the crap the media tells you, And think about three good things that have happened to you this year. Because 2020, despite all the stuff going on and all the terrible things we can think of, some good stuff came from that and some lessons came from that. And you don't need to abandon those as you go into 2021. You need to take those lessons forward with you into 2021 and build on them. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope that some pieces resonate with you. I hope that you gather something out of this. The next couple of podcasts will lean into leadership and different styles of leadership, how they affect you, how they affect others. And we'll talk about what I believe is the right way to lead uh, through these leadership styles and what I learned over the last five years. And I'll share that with you. Uh, I'm by no means the perfect leader or the perfect individual. But if I'm a step ahead of somebody, I'm willing to stick my hand out and bring them along with me. And I'm also willing to stick my hand out to the other side to people that are above me and have them help bring me along. And that's really the type of community we should all want to be in together. Is that we're all holding each other's hands to get better, improve, and grow our atomic potential. Thanks everyone. Have a great week.